Shalom to all. Today's office Kuf Hey, we are starting Kuf Dalan Omer Beis with the brand new Perak. And today's office sponsor Lili Nishmas Mars Miriam Sarah Bas Biakav Meisha Her Neshama Shad Avin Aliyah and in honor of the yard side Rabbi Yosef Yontif Ben Rabbi Asher Anshul his Neshama Shad Avin Aliyah and he should be Melitz Yashir for his family and all of Kal Yisrael. Emesha tells us Shnei Dayanik Zeros Hayir Yerushalayim. There's two Dayanim of Gezeros in Yerushalayim. Admoin Mechanan Ben Avi Shalom. These were the two Dayanik Zeros. Chanan Omer Shnei Dvarim Admoin Omer Shiva. Chanan said two things that the Chum did not agree with and Admoin said seven. This is the first thing that Chanan said. Misha. A fellow went overseas and his wife, she comes to Bezin, she wants food. tells us, She only has to swear at the end, but not at the beginning. We've had this previously. At the end means when she hears that her husband died and she wants to collect her ksuba, only then she needs to make a shvua that she doesn't have any of her husband's property or any of his possessions, that she didn't collect her ksuba ready, and then she can get it. But in terms of the tchila, in terms of the beginning, when she wants to collect her mazainas, she doesn't have to make any shvua. However, the sons of the Kahanim Gedalim argued with him, and they said, she has to swear in the beginning and the end whether she wants to get her mezayinus or her ksuba, she has to make a shvua. Now, Amr Abdaisa ben Hurkanis, Kid Devreim, Abdaisa ben Hurkanis agrees with Bnei Kahanim Gedalim. Amr Abiyechanim ben Zakai, Abiyechanim ben Zakai said, Yafa Amr Chanan, Chanan said good. The light Yishava, Al Basayif, she only has to make a shvua at the end when she wants to collect her ksuba. But now the Gemara is going to ask on the beginning of the Mishnah of Rimini, we have a stira. We have a brass that tells us, Shlosha Dayane Gezeilois Hayyirushalayim, there was three Dayanim of Gezeilois in Yerushalayim. Admain ben Gadai, Vachanan Hamitri, and Vachanan ben Avi Shalim. So Kasha Tlasa train. First of all, we have a question three on two. Our Misha says two. This Brisa says three. Kasha Gezeros at Gezeros. We have a question. Gezeros, Gezeros. Our Misha says they were Dayani Gezeros. The Brisa says they were Dayani Gezeros. So the Gemara answers. Bishleim Atlasa train like Kasha. We don't have a question three on two. To Chashav like Atani, to like Chashav like Atani. Our Mishnah only mentioned the ones he considered Chashav, but the one he didn't consider Chashav, he didn't mention. So that's why he only said two. Al Gezeros at Gezeros. Kasha, we still have a question. Gezeros, Gezeros. Were they Dayanim that were making Gezeros, or were they Dayanim that were judging over Gezeros? So Amar of Nachmar Yitzchak he answers. Shahayu Geizrim Gezeros al Gezeros. They used to make different gezeros in regards to gezelos. Gezelos over here refers to kenosos. They made certain kenosos. They enacted certain kenosos. So really, it's the same thing. Ketan, you have a brisa. Kitmanatia. Let's say someone's animal went to someone else's field and they broke their young sapling tree. Kitman means they broke down or cut down, and natia is a young tree. So Rabbi Yisrael tells us, Gezeri gezeros shev Yerushalayim Imrim. These gezeri gezeros in Yerushalayim, they said natia If the sapling was one year old, so the owner of the animal has to pay two kasef. Bashteishanim. If it was two years old, arba kasef. He has to pay four kasef, and it doesn't really make a difference what the value of the tree was. This is what he has to pay, and that's a decree that was set by the Geyser Gezeros of Yerushalayim. But now the Gemara continues asking for a minute. We have a steer from a different brass that says Shlosha Dayan Gezeros Hay Yerushalayim Admain Mechanan V'Nachum. So over here we see that Nachum was one of the Dayan Gezeros. So Rav Papa he answers Mantan and Nachum who taught Nachum Rav Nason. He that's Rav Nason. The time you have a brass. Rav Nason Omer. Rav Nason says Av Nachum Hamadi Megeyser Gezeros Shev Yerushalayim Haya. Nachum Hamadi was also one of Geyser Gezeros of Yerushalayim. But the Chum didn't agree with him. But now the Gemara continues. Asking about these Dayanim. Vasulaka, there was no more Dayanim in Yerushalayim. Marav Pinchas, Amrabi Shaya, Shalosh Meis, Vetishim, Arba Bate Dinim, Hay Yerushalayim. There was 394 Bate Dinim in Yerushalayim. Kenegdan corresponding to them, Bate Kinesias. There was that many Shoals. Ukenegdan Bate Majashas. There was that many Bate Majashas. Ukenegdan Bate Seiferim. And there was that many schools. There was that many Chadarm for kids to learn in. So you see that there were so many Bate Dinim in Yerushalayim. So the Gemara answer is Dayanim Tuvahavu. There was many Dayanim. But Chikia Amrina, Geyser Gzeros, Kamrinan. We're talking about Geyser Gzeros. There was only three Geyser Gzeros in Yerushalayim. The Geyser Gzeris in Yerushalayim, their schar, their payment was 99 mana from the Chumas Halishka. Now, what is a Chumas Halishka? So, we're going to be focusing on this more tomorrow, but we know that every year one had to donate a machsa shekel to the Beis Hamikdash. These were used to purchase Karbana Sibor and pay for other community related things as well. And this new money was called the Chumas Halishka. So, we use this Chumas Halishka money to pay the Geyser Gzeris of Yerushalayim. But we continue, Loi Ratsu, if they didn't want to take that 99, my Sifa Lahem, so then we add on more. Ask the Gemara, Loi Ratsu, if they didn't want to take that amount of money, Atu Bershiaski. 
Rishayim? Do you think they were talking about Rishayim that they want to take more money than they really need? So Gemara says, no, Ella, really, what we're talking about is Lai Safku. If it's not enough for them, Afal Bishalai Ratsu, even if they don't want to take more, Masifin Alayim, so we still add on to their salary. And now we're talking about judges getting paid for judging. Karna, who was a person, he was a Dayun, Havashakal Estiru Mizakaiv, Estiru Mechaiv, he would take an Estiru, which is a Sela, it was a certain amount of money, and he would take this amount of money from both of the litigants, the one who turned out to be Zakai and the one that turned out to be Chaiv, he would take this money from them before he judged their din. And then Vidan Hudina, he would then judge their din Taira. As like, how is he able to do this? Vaksiv, the Pasuk says, that you're not allowed to take bribery. And him, if you're going to say, bribery is only a problem if he doesn't take from both of them. That's because he might end up perverting the judgment. And Karno, since Karno was taking from both of the litigants, he's not going to end up perverting the judgment. So you might say that it's okay for Karno to take this money, but that's not so because even if he's not going to end up perverting the judgment, is it still permitted to take money from them? Don't take bribes. What does that mean? What do we learn from there? If you think the Pasuk is telling us that he shouldn't find the person who's really chayiv meritorious, or he shouldn't find the person who's really meritorious chayiv, already says in a different Pasuk, don't pervert judgment. So what's the Pasuk of Lisika telling us? Even if we're just talking about Pasuking the proper judgment, finding the one who's really zakai, zakai, finding the one who's really chayiv, chayiv. Amr Torah, still the Torah says, don't take bribes. Which means that a Dayan's allowed to take money, even though this money just encourage him to judge properly. So how could Karna have taken this money? So the Gemara answer is, that's only if he's taking it as shaychad. But Karna Batar's Igra have a Karna was taking it just as his payment. He has to get paid for all the energy expended in trying to judge his judgment, so he's allowed to take that money. Ask the Gemara Batar's is it really permitted to take it just like wages? But tonight we have Mishnah, if a person takes schar to judge a case, whatever he paskind is completely bottle. So the answer is, that's only talking about if he's taking wages in order to judge the case. Karna agar Karna was taking money because of his unemployment. He really had employment elsewhere. They wanted him to judge his dentira, so now he cannot work at his other job, so therefore they have to pay him for that. But the market he was asking, is it really permitted to take these wages for unemployment? The fact that he can't work, so now they have to pay him for that? But you have a brisa. Mechur hadayin shenatol schar ladon. A dayin that takes schar to judge is repulsive. Elo shidinoidin. But nonetheless, whatever he judges is valid. But now, hechi dami, what's this brisa talking about? Ilema agardina. If you want to say that we're talking about wages to judge the case, dinoidin, that's a valid din. Vatani, we just had a brisa that said, hanoitel schar ladon. If a person takes schar to judge a case, din of betelin. So that which he paskin is bottle. So Ella must be the what's this brisa talking about? Agar betela. That he's taking wages only because now he's not able to be employed at his other job. Vekatani, mechur hadayon. Still, it says mechur hadayon. So how is it that Karna was able to take this money even though it was just reimbursing him for his current unemployment? So Gemara gives his final answer, that's only talking about betel, which is not muchach, meaning if it's unclear that this judge really is losing out money somewhere else, so then he shouldn't be taking money for judging this case. But Karna betel de mucha have a shakel. Karna was taking unemployment, which was really muchach. It was very clear that he was losing money elsewhere. How do we know that? Karna used to go into the wine cellars. He used to smell the wine to see if it was good or if it was about to spoil, and they used to give him money. And he had a job like this every single day. So if he has to judge this case, he's not going to get money for that. And that's why they have to give him schar betela, and that's totally valid. And we have a similar case to this. Ki hadra Huna, just like Rav Huna, ki hava asi dina lakame, when they would bring a dentire to him, Amalhu, he would tell them, havuli gavri the dalili b'charikai, bring me a person that's going to draw water for me instead of me, meaning bring me a person that's going to water my fields for me, v'idin l'chudina, and then I'm going to judge your case for you. So we see Rav Huna as well was just like this. He had a job, and if you're going to ask him to judge the entire, so you're going to have to pay him schar betela. Now we're going to talk a little bit about bribery. Go and see how blind are the eyes of the people that take bribes. What does it mean how blind their eyes are? It means how foolish they are. Because Adam Chashba'ina, if a person who has a problem with his eyes, 
he gives money to the doctor to heal him. But it's only a doubt. He might be healed, he might not be. But these judges that take bribes, they only take a little bit of money, and they get their eyes actually blinded. Because the Pazak says, bribes blind the eyes of the wise. And Tanar we have a similar bribe. For bribery is going to blind the eyes of the wise. That's a Kavachimer for even the foolish. It's going to pervert words of Tzadikim. For sure, it's going to pervert the words of Rishayim. Ask the Gemara, are people who are fools or Rishayim able to judge cases? So we say, this is what the Bryce is saying. Bribes blind the eyes of the wise. Even if he's a great wise man, and he takes a bribe, he's not going to leave the world before he has a blindness of the heart, which means he won't be able to think clearly anymore. And the Pasuk continues, we saw if David Sadiqim was going to pervert the words of Sadiqim, Kofayam and Bezatap, Afilut Sadiqim, even if he's a Sadiqim and he takes bribes, he's not going to leave the world without having his mind unclear, it's going to be cloudy, he's not going to be able to paskin properly. And more about bribes, Kyos Rav Dimon, Rav Dimon came from Eretz Yisrael, Omar, he said, Darsh Rav Nachman Bar Koyin, Rav Nachman Bar Koyin, Darshin, Maitachsev, what's Pshat in the Pasuk, Melch Mishmad Yamad Eretz, a king upholds the world through judgment, the is Trumas Yaharsena, but a man of Trumas, a man of gifts, he ruins it. And what do we learn from here? If a Dayan is compared to a king who doesn't need anything, a king doesn't need anything, he has plenty of money, so then Yaman Eretz, the world is going to be upheld through that. However, if a Dayan is going to be like a Kain who goes to the granary to take his Truma, that's a lotion of Ish Trumais, the Dayan is a person that needs money, so he's not going to be impartial in his judgment, Yaharsena, he ruins the world. And Amr Abba he tells us, a Dayan who has to borrow things from people, Pasal Amei Dandina, he's not allowed to judge. That's because he's indebted to people that he's borrowing from. But Valai Amr, that's only said, if he doesn't have anything of his own to lend them in return. But if he has what to lend to them in return, less lump then there's no issues because he's not indebted to them. Ask the is that really so? Rafa borrowed things from Bebar Meryon, even though they never borrowed from him. Sigmar says, no, the only reason why Rafa borrowed things from them is to make them feel important so people could say, wow, Rafa borrowed things from them, but he didn't really need these items from them. And now Amar Rafa, he tells us, my time is the Shaykhta. What's the problem with Shaykhad? This is referring specifically to the case where a judge is being paid just to be encouraged to pass in the proper din. He's not being asked to twist the judgment, he's just being paid by one of the litigants, and the fellow tells him, I want you to make sure that you pass in the proper judgment. Why is that usur? As we already said in Amad Alpha, that's usur. And the answer is, since he's taking a bribe from him, he becomes close to that fellow that gave him the money. He becomes like that fellow himself. And a person is simply not able to see something negative in himself. And my shaykhad, what's understanding the word shaykhad now? That he's considered like one. The judge and the fellow that gave him the bribe, they're considered like one person. And continuing with this, Amrav Papa, he says, A person shouldn't judge a case for someone whom he likes or for someone that he doesn't like. If he likes his fellow, he's not going to be able to find something negative in him. And if he doesn't like the guy, then he's not going to be able to find any merit in him. And Amr Abai, he says, Who the people of his town like him. It's not because he's really such a good guy. That's only because he doesn't chastise them, he doesn't give them musr and things related to Shemayim, and that's the reason why they like him, because he never tells them how to improve and change. Now, Marava, he commented on this, I used to think that everyone in Mechuza likes me. Once I became a Dayan, Amina, I said, Some of them hate me, some of them like me. The ones that I paskin against hate me, the ones that I paskin for, they like me. Once they saw later on down the road that someone who has Mechayev today, I was Mezakeh him tomorrow, so they see that I'm very impartial in my judgment, Aminus, then I said, if they like me, then everyone likes me, if they don't like me, then everyone hates me, and whether or not they like me has
has nothing to do with how I paskin. And Tanarabon, we have a price of a shaychad loisikach. Do not take bribes. The pasuk doesn't even have to tell us not to take a financial bribe. It's also usher even to take a bribe that has to do with words, which means either words or service. That's also considered a bribe. And how do we know that? It doesn't say the word betza. Betza means money. Shaychad just means a general bribe. So it could be a bribe even with words or service and not just money. And now we're going to have a whole bunch of stories about this. What exactly is Shaychad Dvarim? Story number one. Shmuel was crossing a bridge. A fellow came. He gave him his hand and helped him across the bridge. Shmuel asked his fellow, What's your business? Meaning, what's your story? What's your deal? What exactly are you doing? So the fellow told him, I have a case that needs to be judged by your Bezdin. Shmuel told him, I'm possible to judge for you because you just did something for me. Another story. sitting and he was judging a case. A feather floated onto his head. A fellow came along. He took that feather off. asked the guy, What's your story? The fellow told him, Dina Isli, have a case that needs to be judged. Amalea Mamer told him, I'm not allowed to judge for you because you just did something for me. A third story, There was some spit in front of Marukva. Asahu Gavra fellow came, Kase, he covered it up. Amalea Marukva asked his fellow, What's your story? Amalea told him, Dina Isli, I have a kiss that needs to be judged. Amalea Marukva told him, I'm not allowed to judge for you. Another story, Rabbi Shmal Rabbi Yaisi, Hava Rugala Risa to have a mice do lay call Malishamato, Kinta de Peri. Rabbi Shmal Rabbi Yaisi, he had an aris, he had a sharecropper, that every era of Shabbos, the fellow would bring him a basket of fruits. That was part of what he had to pay Rabbi Shmal Rabbi Yaisi. One day, this fellow brought him this basket of fruits on Thursday. Armalei, he asked him, Why are you bring it today? You're supposed to bring it tomorrow. Armalei, so sharecropper told him, Dina Isli, I have a dintar that needs to be judged. And I told myself, Once I'm coming here anyway, I might as well bring you the basket of fruits a day early. So Loi Kalvamine, Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yaisi, did not accept the basket of fruits from him. And even though he didn't accept it from him, Armalei, he still told his Aris, I'm not allowed to judge for you. So instead of Rabbi Shmuel judging the case, Isaf Zusa de Rabbanon, he sat a pair of Rabbanon in his stead, and they were judging the case for the Aris. Now, behind the cause of Asi, as Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi was going back and forth, and he was listening to the proceedings in the case, Omar, he told himself, If my sharecropper wants a tiny this, he could say this. If he wants to say that, he could say that. Omar, and then he told himself, The souls of those who take bribery should suffer agony. Because, What about me? I didn't take anything from this guy. If I would have taken it, it's really mine because he's my Aris and he owes this to me. This is so, meaning I still have these thoughts trying to help him out. For sure, someone who takes a bribe, of course, he's going to be inclined to paskin like the one who gave him the bribe. And a similar story, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Elisha, Gavro Rabbi Shmuel Bar Elisha, who was a Kayin, a fellow came along and brought him Rishas Agez. Rishas Agez is the first of the shearings of the sheep, and this has to be given to a Kayin. So a fellow gave Rabbi Shmuel Bar Elisha his Rishas Agez. Armalei, he asked him, Hey, where are you from? Armalei, so the fellow told him, from such and such place. So he asked him, From there until here, there's no kind to give it to, you had to give it to me. Armalei, so the fellow told him, Dina Isli, I have a case that needs to be judged. Vamin and I told myself, Once I'm coming here anyway, I might as well give you my rishis, I guess. Armalei, he told him, I'm not allowed to judge for you. And he didn't accept it from him. He said a pair of Rabbanon for him, and they judged the case for him. As he was going back and forth, Amar, he told himself, If he wants to say this, he could say this. If he wants to say that, he could say that. Amar, and then he commented to himself, Those that take bribes, their souls should suffer agony. Because I didn't take anything from him. If I took it, it would have been mine because I'm a kain and I'm allowed to take rishis agez. Kach, still I had these thoughts to help him out. For sure, someone takes a real bribe. Of course, he's going to help the person that gave him the bribe. And another story about this: Rav Anun, who gave a fellow, brought him kinted de gildani de beigili, a basket of small fish that swim among the reeds. Armalei he asked him, "What's your story?" Armalei told him, "Dina Isli, I have a kiss that needs to be judged." Loi he didn't take this basket of fish from him. Armalei 
then her and told him, I'm going to judge your case for you. So the fellow told him, I don't want you to judge my case, but I want you to accept my present. I don't want you to hold me back from bringing Bikurim. Now, this isn't Bikurim, it's just fish, but the Gemara is going to tell us that when you bring a present to Talmud Chacham, it's considered giving him Bikurim. The Tanya have a brisa. The Pasuk tells us regarding Elisha Navi, Elisha, a fellow came from Elisha, and he brought to the man of God, which is Elisha, Lechem Bikurim, Esrim Lechem Sairim, 20 barley breads, Vikarmel Bitsiklainai, and fresh kernels in their husks. And we explain the Pasuk, Elisha Echel Bikurim Hava, did Elisha eat Bikurim? He wasn't a Kayin. And Alarm Lachat's really telling you, call maybe Darnel Talmud Chacham, anyone that brings a present to Talmud Chacham, Kilomakar Bikurim, it's as if he's bringing Bikurim. So now back to our story. Amr Leirav Anan told this fellow, Kibul Leibinim de Ikbil, originally I didn't want to take this present from you. Hashid the Amr's Lee, Taima, now that you gave me the reason why to accept it, Mikabilna, so I'll accept it. So now what Rav Anan do? Shalila Kamid Rav Nachman. He sent this fellow to get his case judged by Rav Nachman. Shalachle, so he sent a message to Rav Nachman, Nidaine Marl Haigavra, please judge this fellow. Da Ana Anan Pasolan Leiladino, because I, Anan, I'm not allowed to judge his case for him. So Amar Rav Nachman said, Ms. Shalachli Hachi, from the fact that he sent me this message, Shmami Na, I see from there that Krevihu, he's probably his relative. Now Rav Nachman was about to judge a case. There was a case of Yusayimim that was right in front of Rav Nachman and he was about to judge their case, but they hadn't started yet. Amar, so Rav Nachman said, I have two assays in front of me. It's a mitzvah assay to judge a case. So I have a mitzvah assay for the Yusayimim and I have a mitzvah assay for this new fellow that came. So whose case should I judge? The assay of Kavad HaTayra is better. What's the assay of Kavad HaTayra? He thought that he was helping Rav Anun by judging this fellow because he thought this was Rav Anun's relative. So he put the din of the Yusayimim to the side and then he started judging this fellow case. But what happened? Once the Baldin saw that they were giving so much honor to this fellow who had given the present to Rav Anon, he closed up his tainas, he was afraid to say anything because he saw how much honor they were giving him, and that's not okay. Now because of this whole Ishtal Shal Sadvarim, Rav Anon was partially blamed for this. And what happened because of that? Rav Anon used to have Elyo Navi come to him. He used to teach him Seder Del Yo. What is Seder Del Yo? That's whenever we have a Brisa that says, So that's what he used to teach him. Now, Kivan David Hachi, once he did this, once Rav Anan had sent this unclear message to Rav Nachman, and because of that, Rav Nachman ended up taking this fellow, and because of that, the fellow's litigant ended up being quiet and not saying his tainas, and that's a problem. So Estalak, El Yohanavi stopped coming to Rav Anan. Yasef Tanisa, so Rav Anan sat and fasted, Uba Rachme, and he davened for mercy, Va'asa and El Yohanavi came back. But he also, once El Yohanavi came back, Hava Mivasle Ba'usi, Rav Anan was very frightened of him. Va'avitevusa, so he made a box, Yasef Kamei, and he would sit in the box, Ad Apikle Sidre, until he finished teaching him his Seder, meaning until he finished teaching him these Tarnad Ve'alyos, these Brises, and Rahainu Da'amri, that's what they say, Seder Alyo Rabbah, Seder Alyo Zuta. We have two different Seder Alyos. Seder Alyo Rabbah and Zuta. Rabbah is what he used to learn before this happened. Zuta, which means small, is what he learned after this happened when he used to sit in the box and learn from Alyo Navi. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, explaining this Pasuk that we had quoted on Kofi Yom on the bottom regarding Elisha Navi receiving bread and other things. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.